It's time for JB to share a cafe coffee with someone, chatting about what's going on locally, nationally or internationally. Or something a little different. It's the McCafe Coffee Break. Time to catch up with member for Tamworth, Kevin Anderson. Good morning, Kev. How are you? Morning, JB. I'm well. And yourself? Very, very well. Back at school this week. <laughs> Back at school this week, <laughs> mate. School... <laughs> Day one, term one. Uh, but it's the bloody middle of the year, so we should have gone back much earlier, but... Talking about Parliament sitting, of course, it's back. Yeah. So uh, back to banging the drum for Tamworth and making sure that, um, you know, that the Labor Party doesn't cut all those programs that we put in, which helps drive down the cost of living. Exactly, that's it. I mean, uh, what, what's going on with the, um, the the active kids vouchers? Any idea? of? I've had a couple of people contact us last week regarding these. Do you, do you know what's going on? That's exactly what I'm talking about. The yeah. active kids vouchers that puts money in the pocket of hard-working families to allow their kids to participate in sport. Um, and it's a 100 bucks per child, so that pays for their registration, pays their soccer boots or their, you know, their netball uniform or whatever the case may be. Um, and Labor are looking at cutting that. So it's just appalling to think that they would do that when they keep talking about the cost of living. So, you know, it's... it's uh, I think it's a bit rich in my view. So that's one thing that we've already called Labor on is to make sure that they keep that active kids voucher, JB, because it's so important to regional families. Yeah, exactly. That's it. And I mean, those um, you know, sporting costs for whatever reason, they uh, they they can be quite exy. Um, yeah. So uh, so you know, if, if those vouchers, they they help out immensely. If you know, if if that's uh, one saving that families don't have to um, meet. Um, then, uh, then, then, fantastic. Because I mean, you you act, you look at axing those vouchers, and that's potentially registration fees or equipment fees and all that. That families go, you know what? It's too expensive now. Not not going to roll you in soccer or gymnastics or swimming or whatever it might be. Well, we keep talking about getting kids off the couch, off yeah. their iPhones, iPads, Xboxes, yeah. and Playstations, and getting them out in an active lifestyle. Um, and you know, this is something that really does. Uh, provide an opportunity for that to happen um, and now they're looking at cutting that so uh, it's something that I'll be taking up uh, really strongly mate. Yeah definitely. What's going on with the UNE uh, University campus here in Tamworth? There was a bit of an announcement for that late last week Great to see that progressing it's been a long time coming JB there's 26 million dollars in the bank that I secured from the last government to get the university built uh, on the old velodrome site in Tamworth in partnership with the University of New England. We had a briefing last week on where that's up to. The architects have um, been appointed and starting to do drawings and what it looks like and so on. They've got about three designs, so that will go to council. Uh, they'll narrow that down to one. Uh, but what I'm saying to UNE, they have to keep the community informed. You know, this is our building. This is our education facility. This is one thing that will make sure that... Um, not only um, students of the future, but adults who are looking to upgrade their tertiary qualifications or change career in their education pathway um, can use this particular facility. So this is a community facility that needs to be built. So I'm encouraging UNE, keep moving forward on it and make sure they keep upgrading, updating mm. our community with progress on it. Yeah, exactly. That's it. Lots of events going on around the region on the weekend just gone. There was tons going on. The Nundle Dog Race, the markets. Uh, fantastic to see. 
how good and the sky yeah. whales as well. Yeah, you know, of course, had get, yes. Had to get up early to watch those things go floating in the sky. But but um, you know that's that's the beauty of this time of year, just before it starts yeah. to get too cold. <laughs> you know, um, great underdog race, fantastic in the Curra markets. Veronica Philby does an awesome yeah. job down there, and uh, and the sky whales and. And, and it's just great to see so many people out and about, uh, a, you know, a beautiful weekend. It was a bit bit crappy on Sunday morning, but, <laughs> but you know, it's just a, a great time of the year to get out and about. And thanks to all those volunteer organisations, yes. CJB, that, uh, that do that. Man, the barbecues, they man the gates, they set all the stalls up, you know, they run the event. So that's the beauty about our volunteers and, and well done to them. Yeah, exactly. That's it. And of course, the coronation on Saturday night as well. I don't know. Did you watch much of that? My wife's a huge monarchist. Huge. <laughs> so four o'clock, four o'clock, bang, on she went. On the went to Kelly and parked her butt on the couch, did not move. You know. So I had to serve her all the afternoon, scones and tea. You know, while she watched I fell asleep at one point and then woke up and she said, Look, look, look. Oh yeah, all right, right. So but uh, look it was a, it was a global spectacular, you know, we'll never see the likes of it again. You know, we said that about, um, you know, Queen Elizabeth would never see the likes of mm. her again, but this coronation of King Charles III, um, I, I'm not convinced about Queen Camilla. It, she should be a consort. I don't mm. think she should be queen. But anyway, that's a matter story for another day. Even my wife thinks that. I know a lot of monarchists think that. Yeah. But it was a global event to watch this event. It was, you know, Brits do it well. The, Brit, the British do it very, very well. And uh, it was a sight to behold. What did you think about the Sydney Opera House not being lit up in purple? It was a disgrace that the Sydney Opera House was not lit up in purple to commemorate. Um, not commemorate, but to celebrate. Yeah. You know, they light the Opera House up for a couple of crickets walking down, you know, um, uh, Pitt Street <laughs> in Sydney, or they light the Opera House for when, you know, there is another event or yeah. some football team comes to Sydney. But, you know, yeah. Chris Mins, the Labor Premier, solely took the decision not to light the Opera House. When the rest of Australia was lit up in purple, he chose not to. I think it was a very poor decision, yeah. and uh, there are a lot of angry people. Yeah, exactly, especially, uh, you know, as you said, you, regardless what your views are on republicanism or uh, whether we should be part of the monarchy or whatever, I mean, it's a global event. It's a one-in-70-year event. We light it up for everything else. So for a global landmark as well, like the Sydney Opera House, to miss that, think it's a sends a bit of a ugly message to to the the rest of the world but it's a bit of a sore point i think among um, um, amongst most people i think it kind of fails the the usual world famous pub test i think i agree with you jb people want to feel good people are looking for events and and celebrations to make them feel good just like we spoke about with the underdog race the car markets and you know and and the whales the sky whales people want to feel good about going to events and people felt good. Look how many thousands and thousands and thousands of people um, attended the coronation. And look how the millions that it was on television. People want to feel good. So, you know, what's 70 grand? It, it was going to cost 70 grand to put the lights up at the Opera House. They do that for every, They light the Opera House, as I said, for the slightest possible event. Well, let's light up the Opera House, as we should. Mm. It's a national icon mm. and should reflect the sentiment of the community, which it does. And the Premier... Uh, of New South Wales, the Labor Premier, Chris Minch, chose not to do that. I think he's a Grinch for not doing that, um, and it was a very poor decision. Hey, Kev, thank you so much for the chat this morning. Uh, wh- how, how long are you down in Sydney for? How long is Parliament sitting for this week? 
Yeah, up until Thursday. Okay. So we'll yep. sit, we'll sit this week and then we'll sit again next week. But uh, yeah, look, you know, it's a good opportunity to. Get back in their faces, mate. Bang the drum and, and make sure we get our fair share. Yeah, exactly. That's it. Thanks for your time, Kev. We'll catch up again next week. Always a pleasure, JB. Talk soon. Hey, g'day. This is Di. Join me weekday. Yeah, that is all coming up in our local newsroom with Lena on the way next here at 92.9. We want to know all this week in the lead up to Mother's Day when mum knew best. We've got an amazing bunch of flowers to give away thanks to Floral Frontier, the best story Come Friday morning, we'll win those amazing flowers in time for Mother's Day, thanks to Floral Frontier. So we want to know when mum knew best. You can submit your story anytime you like through our website, fm929.com.au, or give me a call right now, 676-2299. Hayley over the weekend, thank you so much for your story. I love this. This is her when mum knew best story. I remember being five years old and we were at a petting zoo. What could go wrong, hey? And mum told me not to put my fingers in the turtle tank. But I did anyway. And I screamed so loud it actually hurt. My lesson was learnt. Well done. At least it was only the turtle and not uh, a a tiger at the petting zoo. Thank you very much. You're in the draw, Hayley and Trudy. Thank you very much for your story at fm929.com.au. Only a few weeks ago, my 16-year-old son was poking me over and over and over again with his big bony finger. I told him to stop numerous times. This spanned over an hour to the point I got really cranky and told him karma will get him. Literally two minutes after I said that, we were outside and he poked me again. And I reminded him about karma and then whack... My son went screaming down the driveway, cursing and ducking. He was standing under a wasp's nest. Yep, that's karma. And that teacher, see, Trudy, that is when you as the mum knew best. They're the stories we want. Congratulations, Trudy. And also, Haley. you are both in the draw now for that amazing bunch of flowers. Thanks to Floral Frontier. They're the stories we want. We want your mum knows best stories. 676-2299. Or submit them anytime you like, fm929.com.au. Thanks to Floral Frontier and us at 92.9. Don't ever see you sober. Of course, performing right around Australia this summer. They are going to be an incredible bunch of shows. Pink. Never going to dance again. And she's going to be warming up on a fantastic UK summer tour over the next couple of months. So she'll warm everything up, use that as a trial for when she hits us this summer. Love it. Never not going to dance again. 11 past 7 with JB for breakfast here at 92.9. I'm feeling chipper this morning because I am the outright leader in our footy tipping competition on 99. Couldn't quite get 100, but I'm the outright leader. Uh, leader at the moment on our footy tipping competition. Very chuffed with that. Shane Fraser from the Cancer Council, one point behind me on 98. And I think the rest of the top five is uh, Dougie from the 2TM Sports Show, uh, Barnaby Joyce, and I I think Monty's dad's in there somewhere as well. 
uh, for the top five on our footy tipping competition. Uh, well done. How did you go? The Raiders got a win in for the beginning of Magic Round on Friday night over the Bulldogs. The Broncos winning over the Sea Eagles. The Panthers winning over the Warriors. The Dolphins getting a win in over the Sharks. The Rabbits getting a win in. The West Tigers getting a win in over the Dragons. The Cowboys over the Roosters. The Titans over the Eels. And the Newcastle Knights had a bye this round. In our Group 4 competition, first grade, Dungowan 48. Uh, Bogabri 12. Gunnedah versus North Tamworth. North Tamworth 26, defeating Gunnedah 20. Maury versus Werris Creek. Maury 42, defeating Werris Creek 16, and Narrabri versus Katingle in Narrabri. Katingle 42, defeating Narrabri 32 there. Uh, and then next week in the Group 4 competition, we've got Katingle versus Gunnedah at Cootie Oval. Werris Creek versus North Tamworth at David Taylor Park in Werris Creek. And then on Sunday, Bogabri versus Narrabri in Narrabri. And Dungowan versus Maury at Dungowan Rec Reserve. Kickoff at 2.45 p.m., Love it. 15 and sunny for our maximum around the region today. Negative one tonight and then a frosty start to the day tomorrow. It is going to warm up to a sunny top of 19. We'll check out the Brain Starter after this. 13 past seven with Star Sailor. Four to the floor from the early 2000s. That is Star Sailor at 17 past seven here at 92.9. Of course, we went back to the early, the mid, the late 90s. They had it all on Saturday night at Smokies at West Diggers. Thank you to everyone who came along for our 30th birthday bash. It was a great night. We played past the Boombox, which is a genius reimagined version of Pass the Parcel. We got a cardboard box. We painted it like a speaker. We packed it full of prizes a.k.a. a whole bunch of crap singles we've been sent by the record companies over the years. Uh, we wrapped them up with uh, movie quotes from the 90s, and then we, we passed it around. And then when DJ Bailey pressed stop on No Limits from 2 Unlimited, whoever was holding the boombox got to take out one of the pouches with the 90s movie quotes on it and get one of those crap singles. There was a decent prize in there, however. There was, I think it was a guest watch that we ended up giving away on the night. So... Well done to uh, the winner of that one. My memory is a little shaky, I must admit. Um, so I can't remember who exactly was that one. But yeah, we gave away a guest watch. And then uh, we also hit a uh, zoo voucher in a balloon. And if you popped that, you won a pass to Dubbo Zoo, which was uh, well done. I believe it was Nolene Barrett who ended up winning that uh, Dubbo Zoo pass. Very smart. She popped the balloon, which was actually flying on the, well, was was on the ground. Um, we realized after we blew the balloon up that the voucher was too heavy in the balloon and, and actually the helium couldn't keep it up in the air. So it was lying on the floor. So there you go. If there's ever one of those pop the balloon type competitions ever again, just look for the balloon on the ground and that is probably the one that is the winner. There you go. A free tip for you. Our brain started this morning. Good luck. 676-2299. Get this one right. Make me laugh. JJ's pizza, all yours. 2% of us have never eaten one of these. I ate one over the weekend. And no, it was not a food item. That was at our 90s birthday party as well. I just, I had it yesterday for dinner, to be exact. 676-2299. Chicken nuggets, Michael was going with. A great guess. It's not chicken nuggets. Not a Big Mac from Jess. 
And not an omelette either from Sharon. No, very good guesses. Not quite right, though. I'll give you the answer in about 15 minutes. 676-2299. of us have never eaten one of these. Good luck. Hopefully, you had a great weekend. Lots going on around the region. The Currabubula Markets, another packed day. They reckon about 15,000 people went through the gates yesterday for the 180-plus stalls I had out there for the Currabubula Markets. Hopefully, you enjoyed that one. And the Great Nundle Dog Race, of course, on in Nundle yesterday as well, which is always a fantastic day out. So, no matter what you got up to around the region this weekend, hopefully, you had a great one. Want to hear your favourite song on the radio and win 250 bucks to spend at Monogram It? Check 